quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you. We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting. Hey guys, we're back for another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, Gemma. How's it going? Going well. We're going nice. to start today with an amazing review we got that we're both like smiling ear to ear about. We're so happy about these reviews and we're so appreciative that people give us the feedback because it keeps us going and it's just really sweet. But the lovely Shonda Jacobson said she entitled her um, review, The Bomb. This podcast is absolutely stunning. It's been so helpful in enabling me to be a better mom. My dream ever since I got married was to become a stay-at-home and I've never looked back. But after having three kids, hormones kicked in and it caused me to feel like I've lost some connection with my kids. This podcast has really opened my eyes to what I need to do in order to strive to be better. What a blessing in finding this podcast. Oh, thank you, Shonda. We so appreciate that. So thank thank you you so much for all your... Yeah, that really keeps us going. Thank you so much. Every time we get a new one, I'm like, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Party! (laughs) Another way you can support us is by checking out Patreon, right? Patreon or Patreon? Patreon. I don't know. Um, I keep doing that. I think, I think it's, it's Patreon. Patreon. And oh, you think? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> you can. We 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 set it up so that you can buy us a coffee, basically. Yeah. And so if you give us um, a five dollar donation, it goes towards all of our efforts and time and our our microphones that we had to buy and all the stuff <laughs> that we have to purchase to do this podcast. So if you feel so inclined, we would love a donation. Um, and if not, that's cool too. We totally get it. But today we are going to talk about what are we talking about today, Gemma? Separation anxiety. This is a huge uh, one for me. It is. I think we've had a lot of questions about separation anxiety. I've had a lot of people talk about it in the private Facebook group and on Instagram and clients in general have really talked about it. And it's really hard. I think part of the hard part is that we feel the separation anxiety just as much as they do. I was just going to say, I feel like it's more my issue than my children's. Yeah, it's hard for us to see them say, no, mommy, don't leave me at preschool. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. And we're thinking, wait, I don't want to leave you preschool. I know. 
So when they're having their upsets, it's hard for us to stay calm and grounded because we're upset that they're upset and we don't really want to leave them either. So I think it's a really difficult two-edged sword and it's something that I think you should really work on your own, like talk about how hard it is for you to have separation anxiety, either in listening partnerships through hand-in-hand parenting or with friends or with your counselor or with family or with a parenting coach if you have one or with whomever you can confide in and say like, this is really hard for me and be able to have a place to talk about it so that when it does come up for you, you feel a little bit better, a little bit more levity because you you have your own feelings around it. So I think that's the big part. Um, that is big. I mean, in all everything, you can basically journal through, right? We talked about in the yeah. self care, but for me, that's huge because I, Caleb's five in a month. So I'm five years yeah. in and I just left my kids for the first time ever on Saturday to go to a wedding that no one had ever put them to bed before. Mm. So my mom and dad came over and they were with them from three in the afternoon until eight at night. They did dinner, bed, played with them, everything. And Caleb was okay because he's in the routine of school now. But Jonah was very upset that I was leaving. And so... Yeah. I knew it was going to come. I knew he was going to cry and I knew I was going to cry. <laughs> so before I left, I kept telling him throughout the morning, mommy's going to leave and you're going to have a date with granddad and Nini tonight. And he would get really sad. Yeah. And he, the tantrum came out like an hour before I left. So I ended up getting oh, in the car in my sweatpants because <laughs> I was sitting with him for so long. I got ready in the car, but oh my gosh, he just had a huge blow up and was so upset and trying to hit me like stuff he doesn't normally do. But I just like knew we have to ride this out because mm-hmm. he's really sad and I'm really sad. And then when I did go to leave, he was fine. He said, Good. Well, you're lucky that you got the tantrum yes. ahead of time because that doesn't always happen. I know. And then, you know, you could have another one with my mom after I was gone. And he yeah. said, why are weddings so long? And I was like, oh, <laughs> break my heart, mom. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's part of it. So I think you're really smart in getting him, not getting him, but allowing him to tantrum. And and I think that's one really good strategy is to listen to the feelings and not say, oh, I'm just going to stay. I'm not going to go to the wedding. Instead saying, I know it's really hard. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be here with you while you have your feelings, but I'm still going. Yes. I don't think I did that with Caleb. I think I showed all my anxiety. Like, I don't want to go either. You know, but with Jonah, I was very calm. It's my second yeah, time around. So. <laughs> yeah, second time around's way better. Yeah. Another thing, I think a big thing for people is preschool and kindergarten yes. um, drop off and transition and all of that. And I think another good one um, is using play. And I think you can pretend that it's preschool drop off on days when it's not preschool or kindergarten drop off or school drop off, or you can use it for a sleepover or you can use it for anything that your kid's having separation anxiety around. And you can say, oh, hey, do you want to play preschool drop off today on like a Saturday? Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, I'm going to be the kid, you be the adult. And then you just kind of play it all out and you say, no, mommy, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And then the kid will say, no, you have to go to preschool. You're a big you're a big girl now. You have to go. And so the Mm -hmm. kids kind of play out these roles when you use role play and they can um, process how they're feeling about their separation anxiety and they get to be the adult and in control in this in this role playing. And so if you can find time to role play around the separation anxiety 
sometimes that gives levity to it and helps the kids process. Mm-hmm. And the other part of play too, I think that's important is I know my kids, they didn't have separation anxiety, but I know that they were tight and they were rigid during the mornings. We had to go to school when they were really little because they didn't want to go to school. They weren't the kind of kids who went to school and then cried, but they were they the like kind of stuffed kids. It. Yeah, they well no, they acted out. Oh, okay. Esme would take oh. it out on her sister. Oh, no. Pia would refuse to get dressed. And I knew it was school anxiety, right? But mm-hmm. they were playing it out in in behaviors. So in the mornings we would play every morning. We would do uh, a a game Hide called and seek. Oh no. Yeah, hide and seek. Or when they were older, we did hide and seek. When they were really little, we did a game called Can't Get Past Me, where I would stand in front of the couch and they would stand on the other side of the room and both of them would try to get onto the couch without me getting them. And of course, I would run really fast and try to get them, but I couldn't get them. And they would always get to the couch. And so we'd do like five or six or seven rounds of that. (laughs) So they felt more connected to me so that that when I did drop them off, it wasn't like, oh, they had been sleeping in their bed all night. I'd been sleeping in mine. Mm -hmm. That was a huge separation. Then we get up and it's like, you have to eat, you have to dress, you have to brush your teeth, you have to do all these things. And so there was no connection piece. So they were going to school empty. But when I built in the play part, even if it wasn't around the actual separation anxiety, it was just the connection piece. It made getting ready for school and it kind of thwarted those off-track behaviors that I know were driven because they had to go to school. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was going to say the other thing is like special time, you know, even if it's not like the play or role play, if you do a special time right before a separation, I feel like that always helps us. Yeah. Any connection helps with the separation. Um, Very hard time with KK last year. I think I've talked about it a little bit when he, he did fine initially when we dropped him off for like the first three months and then a girl threw up at school and then he started losing it. And that was when I was like, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to deal with the separation anxiety like because he was scared yeah. to go and so we ended I think up quitting in, school but that was not oh, the you right did. thing to do <laughs> well not I mean we don't necessarily have to say right or wrong right we do what right. we think is right in the moment for our kids and there is no right or wrong there's just like doing what we think is right and that's yeah. okay yeah um I think the main thing though is beefing up connection yeah. and beefing up connection in all ways in play in listening like you said in special time in all these ways when you beef up connection all around then it makes the separation anxiety lessen but we all we still have some kids who go to school and they will not let their parents drop them off and I'd say for that you go to school really early and you really stay with them and listen to them really cry. And it might take a couple days of 30 to 40 minutes of crying where you're like, I'm right here. And then when they start to come down, you say, okay, are you ready to go into class? And they'll say, no, 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 no. And then they keep crying. You let them cry for 10 more minutes and you just be with them. And you say, okay, are you ready yet? And you keep doing that until you can get them to say, yeah, I think I'm ready to go in. Mm-hmm. And you have to be super patient because it's it's really really hard and a lot of staff sometimes staff isn't isn't supportive around that and so it's like maybe you just go to the school and you're in your car doing it that's what i was gonna say that's what i did this year with caleb we would go he would start the crying on the way like the second Mm -hmm. his seatbelt was buckled he would start crying Mm -hmm. cry the entire ride to school cry in the parking Mm -hmm. lot cry as we walked up cry in the hallway Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he's in Montessori so his teacher she worked with me not as much as I would have liked but she was helpful and then Mm -hmm. I would eventually hand him off and then he would cry with her when I stood next to her 
and then he would keep crying as I said goodbye. So we never like it wasn't ideally what I would have wanted, but it was the best that the school could do for me. And but, it ended yeah. up working. And now he walks in peacefully, and sometimes he comes home and he's upset, but then. Well, that's what I was going to say, too, is a lot of kids come home upset because Mm -hmm. of the separation. And it's just it's like the reverse separation anxiety. It's like the lack of connection, separation. And I know as Pia came home from school, super dysregulated her kindergarten year. It was not for her. She's not the kid that wants to sit in the in the (laughs) seat all day. She's like, she just told me she goes, I'm going to go to high school where you can just dance. I was like, that's probably a really good idea. We should look into that. (laughs) So she's just not that kid and so she would come home really upset and we would I've said this before we would wrestle every day after school because I know she needed to get it out and we played school after school too I'd be like let's play school she would go to town you sit here (laughs) you take a body break you you don't talk like that no going to the bathroom and I was like oh my gosh in my head thinking this is how she views school and so I think being ready for that upset after school like having dinner ready or, you know, clearing 20 minutes just to be with that child or whatever you can do to give yourself time and know that it's coming. Because likely if your kid's having separation anxiety, they're going to come home a little bit wonky too. So finding place, time to play. I feel like it's more than school. Like, and I know you know that it's like everything like babysitter, even when I leave my kids with Dan for who's their dad for the whole day. If I leave them for a day, it's like the next day I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I even do that? Like, yeah, I'm getting all the feelings now. And yeah, I can have feelings with him, but they it's not the same. They offload on me once it's over. Yeah, that happens to me, too. When I go on vacation, when I'll go away for th- oh two or gosh. three days. Oh, man, they punish you. almost. Yeah. <laughs> That, it was like reverse separation anxiety. It's just like separation. I hate you. <laughs> what did you do? And I'm, I'm like, first, it's like a honeymoon at first. You see him. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. And yeah. then two hours later, it's it every feeling. Out. Every feeling in the world is coming out. That's what my so, friend and her husband just did. They went to Hawaii for like eight days. And then when they got home, she was like, I don't know if it was worth it. These kids are like nuts now. But I used to say that when they were little. I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah. But it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While it was happening. <laughs> it totally was until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I think the other big thing is that we have expectations of our kids that they're just going to seamlessly transition into school or a play date with someone else or a sleepover or to be with grandma and grandpa or whatever it is. And that those things are really hard for little kids. They're even hard for big kids. Like I will go to a party and there'll be kids and and parents around and Pia stays pretty close to me. Like she doesn't, she doesn't want to venture out too much and she wants to hold my hand and she wants to be near me. And yeah. And, and, and I get it. It's not easy. Listen, it's not easy for us always. Sometimes I go to school events and I feel like I get social anxiety. Like there's too many adults around. And so we have to keep that in mind that this isn't easy for these kids. They're young. They have immature, you know, systems. They, they have, don't have very many experiences. They don't, Naturally, they don't trust other adults because they're not meant to. And so um, we have to be patient with that and know that this is a transition and it will happen. But we have to be really patient around it and have reasonable expectations uh, as to how fast they will transition. 
That's a hundred percent for me. What I didn't understand with little kids, like, why can't you just go be with grandma? I don't get it. <laughs> like, why are you crying? But you know what we did when we just did the wedding on Saturday? I Caleb's old enough now to like fully speak phrase, you know, like he can speak in paragraphs. And so yeah. he asked if granddad would do a special time with him. And I was like, Caleb, that's such a good idea. And so we like made this whole plan. And he was like, I'm going to teach granddad and Nini special time. And Jonah and I can each get one. And then they're going to switch. And I think him having that it was like something they'd excited about but then they also yeah. got that time so mm-hmm. it wasn't you can't really do that at school but like with a caregiver other than yourself it's something so good like while yeah, you're away. it is yeah it really is i have an article let's link it it's called teaching your ex- your extended family special time yeah we're we gonna um, do an episode episode on it yeah i think okay. we are gonna do an episode we but you should. can link this yeah. article that article i wrote when i was getting my certification actually because i was like oh my gosh everyone's coming for christmas mm-hmm. i'm teaching everybody how to do special time because they would come in the adults and they wouldn't even they'd be like hi asmi and then they just start oh my gosh oh the house looks so nice oh my gosh the, the tree <laughs> looks blah 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 blah. and i'm like oh. asmi's like jumping in the background like Aww. what about me what about me <laughs> yeah. and so it's like i would see them get wonky because there were so many people around i'd say oh asmi needs special time what adult wants to do it I have to cook who wants to help her and so so I I taught them and so it was just it was a round robin of special time they were just Mm -hmm. kept going and now you know I tell this I say this all the time on the podcast and elsewhere my dad does special time with the girls every time he sees them and they ask for it Mm -hmm. at 13 and 11 Pia will be 11 in two weeks they ask for it so I'd say, yeah, if you can get your extended family to to help you with the connection piece too, it will help with separation if they happen to be the people that you're trying to separate, you know, too. Or even like a nanny or like anybody, (laughs) all the babysitters that we've had, I'm like, could you please read this packet of information about connective parenting and (laughs) let me know your thoughts? I (laughs) honestly, my, I learned it from you. (laughs) Yeah. We had the same nanny for seven years and I literally taught her everything I knew she became she got her PhD in child psychology oh that's amazing she ended up and she's lovely but she tells me all the time now we don't have her anymore so sad Scully I hope you're out there somewhere um (laughs) she uh uses it in her practice now all of this parenting stuff that she learned but she did the whole thing with the kids and they were more endeared to her than me because she was so good at it so you can get your your support people, whoever you have, your family, your babysitters, your aunts and uncles, whomever, you can really get them on board. Mm-hmm. And it's very helpful. I think that helps to like maintain or for like consistency, you know, for when you're not there that now they're not going to be like disciplined while you're gone. That's going to be handled in the same yeah. way. That at least helps me feel. That helps my separation anxiety. Well, that's right. I think that's very true. It puts our mind at ease. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Gemma? I think that's good. So special time, playing, role playing, and like listening. listening. Yeah. Listening to the feelings, playing, playing after school, getting your extended families who you're leaving with them, getting them on board with Mm -hmm. special time, getting them on board maybe with role playing getting them in the fold yeah okay if well if you have questions yeah, yeah send them because we can keep it going in the facebook group or yeah yeah come to the facebook group we're super active in there lots of good questions we do little challenges we just started like a no yelling challenge which is good and we did a special time challenge so you can be a part of that um if you're looking for a coach and you need to and you want to learn these 
I mean, granted, you can learn this stuff on your own. You can go on the internet and you can scour and you can find answers to all of this. Or you can hire me for six weeks <laughs> and I can teach you everything I know and you can call it a day. And that really does like cement your, your pathway into this world. And it really and you get to an- get all your questions answered and you get to really like dive into what's going on in your own family because each family is so different. So find me at peaceandparentingla.com or on Instagram. And thank you, Gemma. I wanted to do a shout out to Gemma because oh she's gosh. been so amazing <laughs> in like getting this podcast up and running and with two little kids and always just making it happen. So I so appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you for letting me do it. It was a crazy <laughs> idea. <but laughs> well, Here it's we not are. bad. We're doing good. I know. All right. Okay. We'll be back next week. Okay. See you next week.